0: Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Soul Prince podcast. I'm your host, Akashic Beck, and this podcast is dedicated to the pursuit of purpose by navigating your spiritual awakening, investigating your spiritual gifts, or discovering your past lives and how they tie into your current one. And on our spiritual journeys, we find ourselves yearning to be activated, wanting to flip that internal switch that allows our spiritual gifts to be unleashed, oftentimes not realizing that they were there all along waiting for us. Today's guest will be sharing her incredible journey back to worthiness and tell how surrendering to the universe allowed her to step into her power and witness a beautiful unfolding of her spiritual gifts. She is a fabulous witchy woman, a mystical creatrix, intuitive energy healer, and the owner of Lunar Crystalline. I'm so honored to call her my friend. Please welcome to the podcast, Miss Ashley Scott. Welcome, Ashley. Hello, hello. <laughs> We're recording on Friday the 13th. I know, during Mercury <laughs> Retrograde, because we'd be crazy. We are crazy. That's How are know. you today, Ashley? I am doing surprisingly well. Awesome.
1: Lots of grounding, mm. so which is so important right now, and definitely helpful with everything swirling around us in this moment, and just so life in swirling. general. So much swirling. <laughs> this whole year has just been a whirlpool of energy, so I'm just going
0: with the flow. <laughs> which is the best that. I can do. Yeah. That's all we can do. Absolutely. That's all we can
1: do folks. So, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> don't cause it doesn't help anybody. Compassion for yourself
0: right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. So Ashley, <laughs> please tell the listeners about yourself, anything personal or professional that you would like to share, including your astrology, numerology and human design. All right. So like
1: you said, I am a creatrix. Um, I am a medicine woman. I'm actually an apprenticing shaman in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a shaman before in past ones i'm a healer a witch an oracle an herbalist i'm an elemental i work with herbal magic primarily as a witch and ancestral guidance um, my goal in this lifetime is really to be an embodiment of the divine masculine and feminine as a whole and to alchemize the energy within myself so that i can help to do that for others um, kind of leading by example in that way I am a forever student, but I'm also a teacher, and I'm on a path of self-discovery and self-compassion in this lifetime, for sure. And I want to be an inspiration to others through my actions right now. So that's me Um, (laughs) in a nutshell. Um, But yeah, really, for me, what it's about is allowing people to find the magic within themselves Mm -hmm. and the magic in everyday life through ritual and making even the most mundane things ritual and inspiring that in others.
0: Oh, I love that so much. I practiced. (laughs) You practiced. Yay. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And I, I can attest to her amazing healing abilities. Um, We had a, an intuitive healing session because healers need healing too. And it was, It was a showstopper. Let me just tell you, (laughs) Um, Ashley, just she really connected and her Mm. intuition was spot on. And she knew uh, about things that I was holding on to that I was not consciously aware of. Mm. Um, So, yes. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Reflections. Yeah. Reflections. Awesome. Um, Women supporting women. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So, Ashley, please tell us what has the spiritual journey looked like for you? Oh, man. So I know it's a loaded (laughs) question.
1: (laughs) And it's still very much a matter of becoming and unfolding right now. You know, my spiritual journey really started to kick off about, I'd say, 13 years ago. I've always been intuitive, but really paying attention to it and leaning into it happened probably about 13 years ago. And it's slowly progressed into the path that I am currently on. Um, which I feel like is a path that I've walked many times. So it's almost like a coming home mm-hmm. for me right now. Um, more specifically here recently, my spiritual journey has really turned towards the shaman aspect of it. And, you know, the medicine woman part of it. I recently went through, um, a couple initiation ceremonies is yes. A couple <laughs> initi- checking my notes. Um, a couple initiation ceremonies, um, first one, I'm kind of going through the plant medicines right now. So like I said, I'm an apprenticing shaman. I'm working with plant medicine and I've got a great mentor right now who's helping me through that process. I'm very grateful for her. But uh, recently I went through a bufo ceremony. So that is venom from a frog. So it's the other end like combo, which is going to be more of a physical purging and releasing of things from your body. The bufo is more of a mental clearing. And so I went through a couple initiations with that. The first intention being surrender, letting go of control, um, which is a big one for me. Uh, I, you know, something that I've learned about myself is that need to control things. So I've really been trying to work on that aspect of myself.
0: That's that life path for them. Yes, that is <laughs> that
1: life path for, which I didn't know about until you told me about that, you um, numerology queen you. So, and yeah so my first initiation with it was that and i did let go and i surrendered and my ancestors came through which are very prevalent for me and more and more um becca i actually had an amazing akashic records reading with you
0: gang gang yeah where
1: (laughs) (laughs) where i was learning you know for me i needed a tangible representation of my ancestors you know it's like i i'm all all the sad energy energy in me i'm always floating around like doing a million different things and so I needed something concrete and Becca was actually like I'm talking about you in third person so <laughs> you actually you actually helped me to figure you want out me to leave the room I know or... right <laughs> I love it we're gonna be laughing this whole time um
0: just deal with it right
1: <laughs> uh, but helped me to find names of some of my ancestors to work with them and they came through and then the second part of my initiation with that my intention was to unlock gifts and unlock gifts. I did. Um, They were gifts that were inside of me already. But when I went through that second ceremony with it, you know, I did leave my body for a moment and my ancestors came in and it unlocked a lot of my intuitive gifts. A lot of my healing gifts came through a lot of doubt surrounding my gifts was shattered, you know, which was such a big thing, you know, Mm because something that we talked about in my records reading with you is that wound of unworthiness that I had. And that was a big precursor to why things weren't coming through, because it was that doubt, that unworthiness, that feeling that I wasn't worthy of these innate gifts that are my right, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. walking through this earth. So after that ceremony, it really unlocked my purpose for the first time in my life. In 34 years, I really knew in my body, what my purpose was. And that is a terrifying and <laughs> exciting thing. Isn't it though? <laughs> you know? And so definitely, like I said, it's still very much a becoming because I'm still, you know, you move in a certain way for so long and then all this, this new version of your stuff starts to emerge. So you have to kind of come to be in a different way. So that was that ceremony. And then that kind of really, I was already on the path of working with the plant medicine through the herbs. Like I said, I do a lot of herbal magic and um, so already talk to the plants and speak the language of them. So working with the sacred master plants just was the next step on my path. And so after the bufo, um, I recently went through my Aya initiation, ayahuasca, and... I still integrating that very much. So this was very recent. Um, Mm -hmm. But that has kind of more put me in that place of knowing, like Mm -hmm. put me in that heart space where I am just leading with my heart space, not only in my interactions with others, but more importantly, the interaction with myself, because self-love has definitely been something that was lacking for a really long time in my life. So doing this work and finding my purpose and you know, trusting myself and loving myself has really been such a major part of my spiritual journey. And, you know, I'm so grateful to plant medicine and my ancestors for coming through and reminding me that I am them and they are me, you know, so (laughs) that's that. Yes,
0: No, I love that. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to to touch on a couple of things that you said. First of all, I loved how you said that our gifts are our birthright. Yeah, You know, that mm-hmm. is so true. And so many people right now are unlocking their yes. gifts um, or they're going to the next level of their gifts. Absolutely. And they're realizing like, oh, my gosh, I am multidimensional. Yeah. You know, there are other layers to me. Mm-hmm. And it's more than just, you know, the superficial 3D uh Absolutely. meat suit that we carry mm-hmm.
1: around. Absolutely. And I love that you said that because the energies mm-hmm. this month, which you guys will hear that later on our mid-month vibe check, but yes. are all about shedding that superficial. Like we're done with that. Yes. You know what I mean? We ain't got time we ain't got time. I well Don't. Oh,
0: <laughs> I told Becca, I'm going to be really careful not to use my potty mouth. It's okay. I do have one. You're fine. <laughs> we keep it real. We keep it 100% on soul print. Right. Don't worry. Oh. Um, okay. So uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was you're talking about, uh, you know, the I am them and they are me. And I remember, uh, so Ashley joined us um, on our retreat to Sedona Uh here back in uh, February of this year. And it was mighty, mighty powerful. There were things that I feel like that retreat, and and tell me if you agree, kind of was like the launch pad for you 100%. to go to that next. I got chills when you said that. 100%. And I can't believe I didn't mention that.
1: I think I even wrote it down in my notes and just got into it. But that definitely was a major shift, like a major point of transmutation of trauma and just really... It was such a beautiful space and the energy there. There was a room that we would do a lot of our meditations and our workshops in. And I'm so surprised that the roof didn't blow off on of that building right. with oh my the amount gosh. of energy. You know, there were a lot of things like, Becca, you did that powerful past life regression meditation where I actually met a past life version of myself. Like I actually saw him. I actually saw like a friend of ours That's mm-hmm. like it started to unlock some things and it's prompted something that we're going to be doing later on. I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to talk about that. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> surprises, surprises. Um, but that was a beautiful thing. So it definitely was a catalyst to so much growth and like kicked off just in that new version.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. Yeah. And you know, it, it, I mean, truly, it's a, it's an honor to witness everybody. But mm-hmm. I want to say just specifically to you, it was an honor to witness that yeah. because um, that reminded me of why we do the work that we do. Absolutely. You know, yep. I, I, I actually like felt a shift in your energy mm-hmm. that, that especially the, this one particular day where we were talking about, I believe it was um, inner child healing. Oh, we, oh that oh, day. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my you gosh. That day. Y'all don't even know. That day,
1: yeah, that, that day was
0: tough. It was tough. But it was so
1: beautiful. And I just remember I was definitely in trance at that point. And we were mm-hmm. going through like child trauma and things mm-hmm. like that. And I just remember my nervous system, my whole body was shaking. And it was that nervous system regeneration and recalibrating. Mm-hmm. And I just remember rocking and crying. And then at the end of it, I just remember being in the middle of a hug of like (laughs) everybody was there and just like holding space and it was so authentic and so real. And, you know, something that I've had to work on is being vulnerable and allowing myself to be seen, you know, and we'll get into the witch wound and stuff, but I know that that's a part of it, it is that being afraid to be seen, like feeling like you can't speak your truth, feeling like you can't authentically come from a place of openness. And in that moment, I was really allowed to be vulnerable and to be seen in a very safe space. And yeah, that <laughs> really, my energy did shift that day yeah. because I released
0: so much. You cracked the egg. Yeah, crack the egg,
1: <laughs> yeah. So much so that we were doing our soul gazing and we were just cutting up, laughing the whole time while everybody else was crying. But I was like, I already cried all, all the tears. I nothing else to cry yeah, about. No.
0: I'm good. Right? <laughs> it's comedy time. Yes. Yeah. So, um, as far oh and the other thing I wanted to mention was um you know you were talking about your um journey with plant medicine yeah. and everything. Ashley is very knowledgeable about plant medicine. She's taught me mm-hmm. so much yeah. and um and how how to use it. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with Right? there's so much information. Like if yes. you go on Google, right, yeah. <laughs> and you and you see all this information, it's like, oh, you can just pretty much use anything. Yeah. But you know, it it truly takes um someone with that level of knowledge yeah. to, to come in and say, okay, I know yeah. <laughs> you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to break things down for you. Absolutely. So I appreciate thank that. You. Um, thank you for, for being that messenger for us. Thank you. Um, so the next question I have, you know, we, we mentioned the witch way yeah. and that is something that I have been trying to incorporate into my podcast yeah. <laughs> this season. That was my, That was um, a big topic that I wanted to discuss. So I'm really happy that Ashley and I are going to be talking about this today. So my first part of this question is, when did you realize that you resonated with being a witch? Let's see. So I think I always knew I was one,
1: but to actually put the title on it, I would say it was probably about seven to eight years ago when I actually resonated with the word witch and what that was, which is an elemental essentially, right? So, or and, or a person standing in their power and their personal truth yes. is also another way to say that. So I got started practicing back in Arizona. I lived most of my adult life out there and a past life friend <laughs> actually came in to where I was working and we looked at each other and we're just like, oh, hey, I know you. <laughs> cool. And that kind of got me started in – You know, I was already kind of in the spiritual world and stuff, but that kind of really got me more in tune with what it was to be a witch. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I'd say probably seven to eight years ago is when I really started practicing as a witch. And it was very much a personal practice at first, you know, just doing things on my own. It really hasn't blossomed into more of a community-based thing until I moved back out to Memphis, honestly about three – gosh, it's already been three years. Holy wow. cow! Wow. <laughs> um, you know, I practiced as far as in a group setting, like as right. far as having a coven and, you know, all that fun stuff and being able to have sister witches to confide in and to practice
0: with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very much um, a sense of community. Absolutely. It's very lovely. Which is important, you know what sure. I mean? Because a lot of times,
1: especially – with the word witch and that identification of that, it feels like such a lonely journey sometimes. And we feel so alone and so oh, yes. outcast and things like that. So to be able to come together with the energy, you know, through or more, you've got powerful magic coming out right. of that. So, and it really allows you to have reflections and to be able to see yourself and other people. Sure. So,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I love how... um you know, part of the witch wound is, I don't love this part, but part of the witch wound <laughs> deals with unworthiness. Yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, especially when you, and and, it, and I'm sure it's very similar everywhere, mm-hmm. but particularly in the South, yeah. you know, we do have Got a lot of Bible belt down here. Yeah. We have a lot of stigma mm-hmm. and um, you know, you, you have to still, even today, tread so lightly yes. about you know, how you express yourself Mm -hmm. and the people that you find yourself around. Yeah. Because not everybody's going to understand. Um, Now, I feel like on some level, it is more, I guess, acceptable air quotes than um, it used to be. Um, You know, we do still have freedom of religion here. But I feel like it's something that... I guess is ingrained. It is ingrained. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and 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 it, it is programming essentially. Yeah. And so un, un unwinding yeah. <laughs> that that chokehold that it has on us yes. is so important. And finding other people who are in the same boat mm-hmm. is so um it's it feels like it feels it's like vital. a, yeah, yeah, feels like a safety net, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Because we are still human. We are still there is a, a part of us that that craves that community that mm-hmm. tribal nature that yes. we have always that's how we're built yeah, that's how that's it's how supposed to be
1: you know what i mean modern day has tried to separate us because mm-hmm. we are powerful right in our power you know right. what i mean we are powerful in that knowing so and luckily i feel like the energies are shifting in a direction because we're definitely shifting into this 5D mm-hmm. mindset about things where we're kind of shedding those old programs i mean the energy is really conducive to shedding all of those things that are not true about ourselves all those stories that we cling on to right yeah and those programs so i mean it's an it's a very exciting time and it is. definitely should honor <laughs> our ancestors because we get to move in a way that they were persecuted for right you know and honoring that and realizing that is another way you heal that witch wound because you're breaking those generational curses
0: amen mm-hmm. yes they crawled so we could walk absolutely sure. Ooh,
1: i love that, <laughs> that,
0: yes, right? I love that. <laughs> Um. And, you know, another aspect of uh, the witch wound is, you know, feeling like you're in a constant state of confusion. Mm-hmm. That was something that really resonated with me yeah. because you, in, you know, on the inside, you, ha- it, it's almost like somebody's beating, you know, trying yeah. to get out the
1: door, like, hey, I'm in here. And you don't have the key. Yeah.
0: <sighs> but you do, though. But you do. You know, <laughs> and um, I think, I think it takes um, a lot of courage Mm. to, you know, kind of set those fears aside. Yeah, absolutely. And and welcome yourself. You Mm -hmm. know, like bring yourself home. Absolutely. um, And realize your power. I mean, because really, that's in my personal opinion, that is um, one of the primary definitions of a witch is somebody, Mm -hmm. like you said, who knows and understands and stands in their power. Yeah, and uses the elements to alchemize that through themselves. Exactly. You know,
1: and it's and again, I can't stress this enough honoring our ancestors what better way to honor them by taking advantage of the time that we live in right where it has become very mainstream you know and not letting it lose its meaning like really honoring that and stepping into our power and being authentic in our truth is a great way to honor them and all of the sacrifices that they made
0: for us because they showed in they did (laughs) you know having to live your life in secret all the Mm -hmm. time um so you know just i i mean truly just identifying where your wounds are, you know, where where they're thick, yeah. you know, like where where they're heavy, um, what needs to be, you know, un, unearthed, yeah. you know, and, and dealt with um, so that you can move forward in your progress, um, I feel like is a really um, powerful way to, you know, help heal your witch wound. Yeah. So my next question is how would you personally suggest if somebody let's say somebody came to you mm-hmm. and was talking about healing their witch wound yeah. what would you suggest like what would be maybe your top three suggestions My top three suggestions <laughs> yeah. would
1: be first would like i said work with the elements mm-hmm. um they you know we are the elements we are alchemists by nature mm-hmm. so working with the elements and figuring out, you know, how that's relevant to your body and how that's relevant to your spirit, I think is really important. Connecting with those elements will help you to connect with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing I would suggest is practice in speaking your truth, like practicing walking the walk, you know what I mean? Walking the walk and talking the talk um, are two different things. So really stepping into that, practicing that. I mean, I used to practice in the mirror, honestly, you know what I mean? Like as silly as it sounds, um, I'm very fortunate. And I know it's not the same for everyone to have a family that's not as judgmental of the path that I'm on. So making sure that you reach out to community and people who are accepting to that if you don't have family who can help facilitate for you um, is very important. And yeah, man, shadow work. (laughs) I know. And I love (laughs) shadow work. I, you know, everybody hates it, but it's like through that work, through that contrast of the darkness is the only way that we can be illuminated to the light within Mm, us. For sure. So shadow work for me has been a tremendous, tremendous ally in healing my witch wound and healing that wound of unworthiness because looking at all of those dark places that we're afraid to look at, brings them out into the open and makes them less of a place of fear. You know what I mean? Because then it's tangible. Then we can see it. Then it's out of our head and out into the open. Right. So shadow work for sure. Yeah.
0: We don't like shadow work. I know. But but we have to. We have to. (laughs) And it's
1: usually, you know, that's an indication. Things that are really hard that we really don't want to do are usually the ones that are the most indicative to our growth. You know? So it's like if you want to grow, you got to do that shadow work. Yeah. It's necessary. It's all about duality. It's all about, you know, seeing the light in the dark. You can't have one without the other. You can't fully appreciate the light without also appreciating the part that darkness plays.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. And and that darkness is an aspect of ourselves yeah. that, you know, really, I mean, and, and tell me if you agree, I think our shadow isn't necessarily a bad thing. No,
1: absolutely I, I not. I think
0: that... Um, it just, it, it just is representative yeah. of our unhealed wounds. Mm-hmm. And if we don't face it, then we're never going to know what Absolute. those wounds are. We're never going to know how to heal them.
1: Absolutely. And a great representation. I mean, the moon comes out at nighttime. There you go. You know what I mean? In the darkness, we are still able to be illuminated mm-hmm. by her glow. You know, so connecting with her is connecting with ourselves, that intuition, right. those emotions. You know, so like I said, you can't have the dark without the light. So looking at it in that way is not so much of a scary thing. In that, looking at these dark places are necessary for our integration and our development, right? As humans, as witches, as healers.
0: Yeah, and I will say, I think integration—it um, sounds fun, oh, but it's—it's it's, it's no, just not. It's not fun. Um, it's work. Oh my gosh, it is. You know, and and when you integrate the the shad these shadow aspects of yourself that want to be healed mm-hmm. it keeps us it keeps us humble for one thing right <laughs> because you you realize it i don't know to me it, it's like you can really see how powerful you mm-hmm. really are and yes. it's kind of you almost are intimidated by yourself yeah <laughs> you know? Cause it's like in those challenges we really
1: figure out who we are right you can't figure out who you are when everything's going your way Right. It's how you deal with things and how you respond to things that shows you your character. So, right. and that's done in the darkness.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and I personally can attest that you know the more you do it, the easier it, yes. it tends to get. 100%. Um, maybe not easy. Maybe easier well, is not the word. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um well, the more. Well, it's practicing, right? You start right. to master
1: it in a sense.
0: Yeah. Just like with anything. Yeah, it, it it's almost like okay, it, it's well, it's more easy to recognize. Yeah. I know that, and and you so you're like okay, I see what's happening. I just need to take care of myself. I don't need to go out and pick fights with people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't need to yell at the cat. The cat didn't do anything. Right. To me, you know, <laughs> like yeah. unless you do, and that helps you work through your shadow. <laughs> The cat's like, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. what is happening? Like, <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't do it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and of course, grounding. Yes, you know, throughout that entire process, mm-hmm. I, I, I never fully appreciated or understood how pivotal grounding was yeah. until the, a couple of years ago, um, and. <laughs> It's just, it's so funny. I'm like, story time. Go outside. Yeah. Put your feet on grass. That's mm-hmm. going to help. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is.
1: Cause we are of the earth, mm-hmm. you know, we are, that's what holds the footsteps of our ancestors as they walk along the oh, path with us. You know I what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so it's like literally feeling the heartbeat and the energy coming from the earth mm-hmm. is part of our frequency.
0: Right. Yeah. And the shedding that you do mm-hmm. throughout this alchemical process yes. allows you to more deeply connect to that mm-hmm. energy, yes. um, which was something that I did not realize. All right, ah. <laughs> and I feel so silly admitting it. But at the same time, it's like, I think we all go through that. Yes, you we know? all go
1: through that, and that's that thing again about not feeling alone. A lot of times we isolate ourselves and feel alone because we Mm -hmm. think that nobody knows what's going on with their journey. When we're all experiencing it, we just don't want to talk about it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. Because of that shame, that guilt, that feeling of unworthiness. So, like, that's working on the witch wound is allowing yourself to be vulnerable and open and sharing Mm -hmm. those experiences to inspire others to be like, oh, wait, you too? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And relating. Relating. Yeah. It does make you feel like, okay, well – if, if they can do this and they have such an inspiring story, I think I can do Absolutely. this too, yes. you know, and it's like you said, we're mirrors for each other. Yes. Um, so being able to, um, you know, have a safe space to express yourself. So if anybody out there mm-hmm. is struggling right now, please reach out to us yes. because we get it. You know, this, this is truly a safe space. Um, and we would love to hear your thoughts if you ever wanted to leave, um, like a voice memo for, uh, the podcast, you're welcome to do so. Um, you can find a link on my Instagram page and my, in my bio, you know, we, we want to hear from you too. So that, that will be saved for a later time. Um, but yeah, I mean, truly, and, and what's the worst somebody's going to say?
1: Absolutely. You know, know, like
0: go away. You're crazy. Like who cares? Who cares? You know? Um, so so pulling pulling your identity away from what other people think I feel like is part of the witch wound as well because um you know we all I mean in a way we're all the same yeah but we also have our own beautiful intricate specific journey and gifts and experiences absolutely um I think that's why I love hearing other people's story so much is yeah. because I'm like, I, I get so much value from mm-hmm. seeing it from their perspective. Yes. You know, putting, ah, there it is yourself, the perspective. Yeah. yeah. Because we
1: all are on this journey together, but we all have a different perspective.
0: We really do. Yes. Um, okay. So next question. So I kind of want to backtrack okay. and bring up something that you had mentioned earlier in the episode. So you recently held slash attended a retreat that was very significant for you yes um where many things you know came to your awareness and <laughs> and you realized your purpose yeah. and I, so I wanted to touch on that yeah. um, can you share about that powerful moment where everything shifted <sighs> all right
1: so like I said um it was Bufo Varius, um which is Venom from the Toad and the toad. (laughs) And um, yeah, I helped to facilitate that retreat as well. Like I went through my initial initiation with just the shaman and Tony um, before the retreat started. And that's where I asked for the surrender um, and to let go and to move out of the way. And when I was in that experience, it was very much a feeling of coming home. And once I had that feeling, that feeling of coming home and that feeling of all of these unnecessary things that we tie importance to in this 3D reality that we have to live in, we have to move in. It was just like what the hell have I been doing this whole time? Like <laughs> why? what? And you know at, during that retreat, not only were we facilitating ceremony, we were also doing a lot of energy work and it was very exciting because you know Tony is my mentor and she owns the healing matrix and Emp- empowerment center and Also, the healing vines, which is more geared towards the plant medicine aspect of it. And we had never done energy work together before. And we very much like tranced. We healed. I saw miracles that weekend. Like I was Mm -hmm. a witness to miracles, not only within myself, but within other people. And we moved energy in a way that we didn't even – it was like we had been doing it for years and years and didn't even speak most of the time and just knew how to move, knew how to – where to go and who pulls it, who pushes it out. Like, and it was a very beautiful experience, which tied into, you know, when I did my larger dose and unlocked my gifts with that intention of unlocking my gifts, which had already been unlocking from the first time. you know what I mean? (laughs) But when you set, as with any plant medicine or any ritual in general, when you set an intention you align yourself with that vibration within the universe to, and it's a totally different ball game. You've changed the game at that point, because when you go into these things without intention, there's a lot of energies floating around. You know what I mean? So being very specific with that, it was unlock my gifts, show me who I am. I remember saying that show me who I am. Mm. And during that ceremony i left like i said i left my body um mm-hmm. the phone glitched out i tend to like mess with electronical devices somewhat cancel clear delete and uh <laughs> oh my goodness. so my phone glitched out during that big ceremony i'd been recording people and it was fine the whole time and then of course my phone was on a full charge my phone just like completely died like
0: what? when my
1: started so i only have my remembrance of being in and out of consciousness, so to speak, of it, wow. and the accounts of others. So I'll just kind of, if you want to hear a little bit of sure, that. yeah. So sure, when what I went, in, yeah. So when I went into that, you know, and it was such a loving space that was set um, that we created, and you know, at that point everybody had gone through their ceremony, um, so it was a safe time, and I wanted to be. I wanted, you know, I definitely struggled with, do I want these people to see who I had, just done a bunch of energy work. I mean, that was the mo- it was back to back to back. There were eight people in that retreat constantly going through and moving stuff. So I was also a little tired, <laughs> but was oh so jazzed goodness. up with just the flow of everything. So I struggled with for a moment, like, do I want all of these people that I'm facilitating this retreat for to see me go through my experience where I knew it was going to be my big hero dose. And I was, my intention was to move out of the way you know what I mean? And that goes back to that. It was that lead by example. And it was like, they need to see that's me being vulnerable. That's me allowing myself to be seen. That's healing that witch wound. That's allowing myself to be a representation to them of what's possible and what's in all of us. So I took in the medicine and I took in a big dose at first. And I remember Everybody thought I was dancing except for Tony because she's just a powerful psychic and she can see energy. So she knew what I was doing. Everybody else thought I was dancing, but I actually was channeling Lakshmi at that point. And yeah, I was moving energy like my hands were moving and it looked like I was belly dancing, they said. But I my perception of it, because, you know, your eyes, you are like your physical eyes are not right. an You can't even open them, honestly, at that point. Mm-hmm. And I but I could see with my third eye like Mm. first of all my forehead was pulsating like like a mother (laughs) and I was moving my hands and I could see myself physically moving the energy in the room I was the energy in the room like I Mm -hmm. was connected to that and that was very powerful and it was like okay then my ancestors stepped in and I saw there were many past life versions of myself that came up and my ancestors and we were all together and I saw myself performing energy work. I saw myself doing magic. I saw all of these versions all at once. It's almost like, um, you know, when you like those drawings where you flip the pages really fast and it like makes the, that's what it was like. And it was all like, like 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 it was all (laughs) it was all going into my body at a very fast rate it was almost like all these versions were melding into me Mm, at the same time and then while i was under apparently i asked for more medicine i could hear the shaman ask but it's it's very much sounds like it's coming from outside this bubble like you know like it's not coming and you just kind of hear things like drift in and out. And I asked for more medicine. So I took in more medicine. Mm -hmm. And when I took in more medicine at that point, I left my body. At that point, I don't have any, there were a lot of visuals. There was a lot of sacred geometry. There was a lot of this just innate knowing Mm -hmm. of who I was. Like In that moment, I knew my purpose. In that moment, I could hear the thundering boom of my ancestors saying, you're a medicine woman. Like This is what you're supposed, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it was just such a deep knowing that integrated in every cell of my body that it was like there was no doubt in my mind anymore. And I remember feeling just so at peace in that moment And then apparently because I'm such a badass, I asked uh, (laughs) for the medicine again. So I essentially took it in three times in that one ceremony. And at that point, I could remember because, you know, there is, there's not purging like with ayahuasca. It's more of like there is some spitting, like you want to spit and some people, Mm. I didn't, but there's like spitting, like getting stuff out. And the way that I look at that is that's getting rid of like any negative energetic attachments, anything that isn't ours, those doubts, those things like that and I just remember, it sounds kind of gross now when I think about it now, but I just remember typically like when we were facilitating for everyone else, we would wipe the spit and we would, you know, you don't do anything, but like go through your experience. And I remember someone trying to, and they were playing music and it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful experience. But I remember being like, no, and taking the rag. And I was just like sitting in my spit, like, (laughs) like letting it pull up. But it was such a, For me, having dealt with a lot of childhood trauma and a lot of low self-worth and not being compassionate and not loving myself, it was a moment where I was just so in love with the essence of me that I just was holding my spit, just laying in it (laughs) like this is me and I am beautiful and I am magical and I am you and you are me and we are all just this oneness. And i felt that you know what i mean And i just right. remember at that point just laying there and everybody was moving energy like i know they were telling me like i was convulsing tony said like my body was on fire like i was emitting so much energy and when i was coming out of it you could bite it like the energy was so palpable everybody could wow. feel it like i was moving through them mm-hmm. in a very tantric way like i've learned about myself i have a lot of sacral energy that I can flow through to other people and everybody could feel my experience as I was going through it because I was just blown wide the hell open. Like it, you know, there was no going back at that point. Wow. To where I came out of it and was just like, I physically, my body physically was like, I cannot do things in the same way that I've been doing them. It goes against everything that is within me. So Mm -hmm. That was that. And that, quite honestly, changed my life and changed the trajectory. I was already on a path, but it made it solid. It made I there was no going back.
0: Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude. That is incredible. Yeah. So, so grateful to that
1: medicine and to the shaman um, who came out. To facilitate that for us and for Tony for being my mentor and kind of guiding me on that journey. I'm just so grateful for all of that and the people who participated in that retreat and trusted us to hold the space for them because they in turn held the space for me as I went through that. Mm. And it was really a beautiful thing.
0: Gosh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's an incredible story. Thank you, Thank you for sharing yeah, that absolutely. with us. Um, because I remember um we talked, you know, Ashley and I are, are, yeah. were we're real life friends. We're the homies. And, and we we is. Yeah. And I remember talking to her before the retreat. Yeah. And she was like, okay, come to okay. this retreat. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. And then she and then she's like, I can't talk. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'm integrating big things. Yeah, like, we're gonna have to work. I, I don't even know where I am. Right yeah.
1: Now. And that's what I think I said that a couple of times. I like, think where you am I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, who am, I? Who where am, am I? I? Where am I?
0: Who are yeah. you? Mm-hmm.
1: And what I remember I? John, like on our retreat in Sedona, that was one mm-hmm. of his um, alchemical questions was who are you? Like, mm-hmm. who am I? And I remember not being able to answer it in that oh, moment, girl. you know, because it's such a hard question, like, mm-hmm. such a simple and hard question at the same time. It and is. I remember after that retreat, being so excited because I didn't write anything. I didn't answer those questions at that retreat mm-hmm. and when after the that ceremony I was able to answer those questions and it was so mm-hmm.
0: job planted that seed. He did, he retreat. definitely and
1: that it was seeds shadows and seeds. So exactly.
0: A... <laughs> yep. There's a reason, There's why, a reason. why everything is first. called everything. Yep. Incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that that's a powerful story and that I mean that is something that's available to all of us. Yeah. you don't necessarily have to do. What's it called, Buffo? Buffo, <laughs> uh, you don't have to do
1: those things right. too. That's just the path that I was on. Sure, I and to I love that. My gifts. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I appreciate you sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. It's just so sacred. I feel like it's it's truly sacred for yeah. people to share their stories. Yeah. I feel like it's activating for other people. Absolutely.
1: And for yourself. To share sure. your story is activating for you as well because it's that I am.
0: Right. It's that embodying
1: that I am energy. Mm, mm-hmm. So good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's why, you know, um, I really am a I'm a huge fan of affirmations yeah. um for that very reason because um, you know, whatever you put after I am is what it is, yes. is what you are. Yes. It's the truth. As that within, you speak. so without. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So watch what you say. Yes. Watch what you say about yourself. Words are spells. Words. That's why it's yes. called spelling. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I saw that you know, yeah, a couple so of years was ago. Lady, yeah. and I, was like, I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn into the meme with yeah. the lady that has all <laughs> yeah. the, the so, equations yeah. around her head. <laughs> you no, know, it'd be like that, though. It yeah. do be like that don't hate All just appreciate hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so awesome yeah. and i will say yes you are definitely a creatrix are are you um in human design because i don't think we mentioned it are you a manifesting i'm a manifesting generator okay yes. that would explain yeah yeah, it, so yeah probably, it explains everything have and i have a
1: lot of sagittarius yeah i have a direct tie a direct line from my sacral to my throat chakra actually yeah yeah so um <laughs> you know and i think that yeah i think that ties into like music and writing music and Mm -hmm. playing music definitely is a way that i alchemize and make things happen in my life you know what i mean and using my voice Mm -hmm. and coming from that gut place is definitely a big thing and you know manifesting generators is the same as generators you know it's to respond right which a long time in my life i chased after things and was like why isn't it happening chasing after and when i when i plant the seeds and i just sit back and i allow And let things come to me, my life flows a lot easier. So Mm. human design is a beast and it is so much information. (laughs) And I know, I don't know as much as I should, I'll be honest, because it is just so much information. It really is. Yeah. The tidbits that I do know have been beneficial in how I move through life.
0: Yes, for sure. Um, It gives you, I guess, a little bit better understanding Mm -hmm. of how energy flows through you and how to better utilize it. Absolutely. For you know, your particular type and and whatnot. And your imprint on this earth. Yeah. Do you know your profile? I believe I'm a one three. Cool. Yeah. So you're an investigative martyr. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Very cool stuff. We, we, we're all about the astrology, numerology, and human design Mm -hmm. on this show. Um, But that's really cool. Um, And that makes total sense in my brain that you have that, that, that throat sacral, connection. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. So speaking of you being a creatrix, yes. can we please talk a little bit about your store, your yes. shop, Lunar Crystalline. Child of my Sagittarius energy. Yes.
1: <laughs> I, my chart is mostly Sagittarius. So mm. Lunar Crystalline. Were you still asking a question? No, Sorry. it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's a So, being so much Sagittarius, I have my hands in a lot of cookie jars. And (laughs) uh, so, it was kind of the brainchild to express myself creatively. And, like I said, my main goal as a witch and inspiring other witches is to remind you of the magic within yourself. So, a lot of the magical items that I make that tie in with the herbalism, because I am a certified herbalist as well, is utilizing these things i'll start it for you but you have to finish it kind of thing you know so yeah (laughs) um but i typically i do so many things um but primarily i work with herbal blends in the realm of oils teas bath blends uh, bath bombs smokable blends incense um i make custom spell candles right now I'm working a lot with, because it kind of aligns with my path now, a lot of ceremonial items. Mm. Um, So getting into the realm of that, but I also do, I do intuitive herbal oracle sessions is my main bread and butter right now. And really what's giving me the most joy. And what that is, is using my knowledge of herbs. um, And I do a lot of intuition based things as well, but I give an oracle message and then I create magical items to correspond with the message to help you integrate because integration is so vital and important to our growth. Mm -hmm. So, and that way it gives us a physical representation of what's going on in our mental, our spiritual realm. So I do that. Um, I do the energy work, like you were saying earlier, really called to do that. And to, it connects me with myself. It connects me with my ancestors and it, I love being of service. So that really highlights that, but yeah, I make so many things, so it's hard to like pinpoint <laughs> it down. I like to make functional art, um, you know, things that you can use in your day to day, art pieces and things like that. What else do I make? I make so many things. <laughs> you
0: I've been did trying all to. Hone- I know
1: I've been trying to really streamline it and make yeah. sure that I'm focusing things in more. So primarily, it's with the herbal magic right. that I like to deal with. In the moon, I am very connected to the moon, so moon magic, herbal magic tying those all in together. And like I said, the things that I create are to invoke that magic within yourself and to help inspire ritual and everyday things.
0: That is so awesome. I Mm -hmm. love it. Um, Did that answer your question? It sure did. (laughs) It sure did, ma'am. There are no right or wrong answers. Um, Okay. So, but how did you, how did your, your Store or whatever you want yeah. to call your business. Yeah. how did it come into fruition? Like, what what, what oh. made you want to be an entrepreneur?
1: I hate working for other people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always had I and that. yeah, and I think you know, in a lot of past lives, which you actually told me this. I've in my chart, like I've been of of service to others, but always like a right hand man. And this lifetime has very much been about stepping into my own and being my own right hand Mm -hmm. manned. So manned, manned. (laughs) Um, So it lunar crystalline became a lot more serious about four years ago, more so when I moved here to Memphis and I left Arizona and came here and, you know, I started working with my parents, but it wasn't what I was passionate about. And like I said, I hate working for other people. Um, I do work at Uthun's now, but I love that because it's in the realm of what I do, right. and I get to network it's there. So yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I was just really feeling called to do things that I was passionate about. Like I just felt like I was losing my soul doing these things that didn't resonate with me. So Lunar Crystalline started as I got my—I um, had already gotten my herbalist certification five years ago, and was like wanting to tie it in with the magic, wanting to tie it in with that. And so I just started making at first, it was just like oil blends and herbal blends for people um, with both medicinal and spiritual properties. Mm -hmm. And then it snowballed into the bath blends and the incense and all of that. (laughs) And then it, it's just kind of morphed into, like I said, a lot of that Sagittarius energy. So it allowed me a place to work out those muscles like all of those and to do all the things
0: right <laughs> so, um manifesting yeah, manifesting, <laughs> yeah it was that too,
1: you know what i mean so it's like it was just some it was a way at first it was definitely a passion project and then the more that i did it i was like i can make this my career like why can't i mm-hmm. make this my career you know what i mean why not yeah and yeah. so yeah eventually i yeah cycled out of all the other jobs and now it's like my jam love that yeah and you said you work
0: at Uthun's
1: yes Uthun's I work at the South Cooper location if you are local to Memphis it's 816 South Cooper in the Cooper Young area and they also have another location off of North Cleveland by Crosstown yeah and it is a metaphysical spiritual shop and I'm so grateful to be there I'm friends with the owners and they are fantastic wonderful people who support the Memphis community like no other so yeah, I'm definitely living my truth right now.
0: That's so. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I yeah. love it so much. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like it's just important to share, you know, things like this mm-hmm. because you know, um, if if someone maybe who isn't from the area, yeah. you know, is in the area, they it's like, hey, your people are out yeah. here, you know, like come see us, come see us, come, come check it out, yeah. yeah, come come chat it up mm-hmm. and all that. Um, and I know also speaking, uh, you know, of Lunar Crystalline again, you collaborate with a lot of people. I could, do. Could I Could you tell us a little bit about your collaboration? Absolutely.
1: So I um, I did, I love collaborating because I love <laughs> to inspire them. I love like seeing other people's magic and working through that. So we collaborate on the podcast or not the podcast, the mid, it might be a podcast soon, but the mid month vibe check. <laughs> which is great where we can kind of work our muscles in that way. And um, I recently did a collaboration with the good wolf. Um, She was toil and trouble, but she does a lot of like blends as well. She's just like a kitchen witch. And so we Mm -hmm. actually did a witchy advent calendar last year, (laughs) which was really cool. So we did 21 days to move into the equinox and it was, or the solstice, I'm sorry, the winter solstice. Mm -hmm. And we created like magical items for all 21 days. So that was really cool. I recently just did a collaboration with goddess matriarch um, where we did uh, shimmering body oils and I love a good collaboration. I have another collaboration coming out for the summer solstice actually with the good wolf, which is going to be the heart and soul, like a box of sunshine Oh, cool! to celebrate and, you know, lead up to the summer solstice, the 21 days leading up to the summer solstice in June. So I've got that coming up, but I'm always looking to collaborate with other, Witchy women mm-hmm. to inspire that to work on that witch wound to give community to allow people to see just how amazing they are and
0: yeah that's so cool yeah I I love a good collaboration yeah. too um because you know everybody brings something to the table absolutely and, and it, yes has something to share mm-hmm. um has a, a fresh perspective yep. that maybe we hadn't. Or considered before. Absolutely, so it's so that. important. So let's talk a little bit about our mid-month yeah. vibe. Check. I know I keep talking about it. because I'm know. so excited. We're so excited. <laughs> 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 um. So Ashley and I, we we decided to do this because you know she's very interested in astrology. Yes. I'm very interested in, in numerology, mm-hmm. and we love how these things coincide yeah and and they and they work together and they magically mean all these different things um so we're taking you know because you know you probably know enough about numerology to be dangerous and i know enough about astrology to be dangerous so we we're we're able to kind of blend those two things together and it's so cool it's so cool how it flows and how it comes out
1: i have to mention because last month we didn't share notes and it was really cool we kind of just like we're raw dogging it and like, <laughs> I and like went in there and, but everything matched up and it's it just did. so fascinating because it reminds us of that oneness and how everything is connected with each other. And we both, We're a lot alike, but we're also a lot different in the way that we deliver and interpret information. So it really gives a nice mix of Mm -hmm. the energetics, the numerology, the astrology, the correspondences of the month so that we can all better flow with what's going on because it should be
0: great right <laughs> well and and i feel like it's empowering too, yes because it's saying okay you don't have to walk out here all willy-nilly yeah like we can kind of we're not gonna we're not fortune tellers but yeah. we can tell you like yeah. what the energies are trying mm-hmm. to express yeah and you know and and if there's something that um and, and this is this was this just came to me if there's something that one of our listeners or watchers, Mm -hmm. you know, wants to inject in there, I'm totally down. Like I want to hear what you, what, what it is you're seeing and you're hearing and all of this. Because it's about the collective too, right? So, and it's
1: all about that, not feeling alone and knowing we're all going through it. And also I have to say it really inspires my own personal growth too. And like keeping me on the journey and like keeping things fresh and, like I said, I'm a forever student, so yes. I love learning and I love learning from other people. So it's been great. Yeah, and I'm it's so, so cool. And
0: it's so cool. It's so cool when you make those connections yes. too, because you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's that's something that Ashley and I joke about. Yeah. We're like, whoa, <laughs> okay. like Bill and Ted's Excellent yes. Adventure or something. We are Bill and Ted. Yes, I think we are. Yeah. We're like channeling that energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that for us. Yes. You know? <laughs> so um, let's hmm. let maybe we should give some information about these vibe. Yeah. Checks. So they are, uh, of course, mid month. Right. It's mid month vibe check. And why do we do that, Becca? I don't know. Oh, OK. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we do that just to kind
1: of see to do like a check-in because right. it's easy to do it at the beginning of the month, but then you forget all that. So doing it midway kind of gives some clarity to what's been going on and then how to move with that and what's right. coming up the rest of the month.
0: Exactly. You know, because if you do it at the end of the month, you're right. like, we don't care we don't about care that anymore. No you know. <laughs>
1: so the middle it allows perspective and it clarity does. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. and
0: we're not just talking about the month that we're in. We're kind right. of giving like trails yeah, of the of, month before and the absolutely. month that's going coming it's all forward.
1: relevant yeah. yeah it's all relevant
0: and it's not like and, and it's like i explained to um you know, my numerology clients, uh, the the overlap, it's, yeah. it's not just, okay, well, this number is this month, you know, you do have that energetic yeah. blueprint coming from the month Absolutely. before the month after, and they all tie in together, just like the astrology does. Absolutely. You know? It does. It's um, amazing
1: how it all flows and works in that way. But, you know, an even perfect example, like think about shadow period of exactly. retrogrades, you know what I mean? So, yeah there's a shadow period for everything. Sure. There's a cycle for everything. So yeah, it's the way that it all moves together. is just really beautiful and allows, I feel like to have better control, maybe not control of life, but a better understanding so that you can more fluidly kind of navigate everything that's going on.
0: For sure. Yeah. I love that. Um, So thank you. Yes. Thank you for collaborating with me. Absolutely. Um, It's a pleasure. You can find our mid-month vibe check on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, And YouTube. And YouTube. Yes. Uh, Lunar Crystalline Mm -hmm. and Akashic underscore bet. Yep. Is that how you say your?
1: Lunar Crystalline? Yeah. Yes. Oh, on Instagram, it's lunar, it's underscore as well. Lunar underscore crystalline. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I couldn't Mm -hmm. remember. Sorry, guys.
0: We know stuff. We know stuff. (laughs) I (laughs) promise. Awesome. Well, we hope that you uh, tune in for that. Um, We always, you know, give you a little bit of heads up Mm -hmm, before we, yeah, before we start recording. Um, So my very Last question. Oh, another question. Love Air. it. Well, it's actually the conclusion of okay, today's episode. I would love to have you back on, though. Yes. Um, I think this was an awesome conversation. Um, please tell everybody, you know, how they can find you, yeah. like your website, Absolutely. social media, and all that good stuff. All the
1: stuff on the interwebs. Yeah, and
0: anything that's coming up that you want to share. About.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's really easy to find me. Most of my stuff is just Lunar Crystalline. Um, I've got the Lunar Crystalline on YouTube. My website is www.lunarcrystalline.com. Instagram is lunar underscore crystalline. And there's actually a link tree in the bio of my Instagram that will lead you to all of those things. So I've made it very easy. I'm not on the Twitters or the anything like that (laughs) yet because I just it's too much and it's about my bandwidth right now of
0: what i can handle so (laughs)
1: um but yeah so really easy to find me even if you need to email me it's lunarcrystalline at gmail.com um i'm always open to answer questions and offer any guidance that will be and i guess i don't know the biggest thing i just want to say is i hope that this episode like helps to remind you of the power that's within yourself and that you aren't alone um I think so oftentimes we feel so alone, I think, especially right now with all of the energies that have been going on and stuff. So just realizing that you have support yes. and however I can be of service. Yes. And I know Becca is the same way. You know, reach out. I'm always here.
0: We love you guys. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that is it for this episode of Soul Prince. Thank you, everyone, for joining mm-hmm. us. We hope you have an amazing, blessed week and weekend. And we'll talk to you soon. Ta-ta.